with Albert Finney and a lot of stars. <laughs> All those movie stars my parents used to call me in to watch, like Lauren Bacall and um, and Sean Connery and um, oh, Vanessa Redgrave. There's a lot of, it was uh, Ingrid Bergman. She won an Oscar for it. Um, it was the only um, movie version of uh, an Agatha Christie adaption that Agatha liked. She loved Albert Finney. Um, and that really impressed me. Um, Albert Finney, being Albert Finney, wanted to only do one of anything, so he did not continue. Um, he, he was an amazing man. I saw him in Hamlet. He was just an amazing actor. Really, he's always sensational. But he was replaced by somebody I really like. Again, a little controversial. Um, it was um, Peter Ustinov. And Peter Ustinov was a great character actor. And his prose is a little different than what's written, uh, but he was utterly charming. Oh, he was adorable. Um, and the next movies, were with him. Um, Evil Under the Sun, Death on the Nile, Appointment with Death. Then he did some TV movies, um, uh, Dinner at Eight, and not Dinner at Eight, that's a different movie. Um, I can't remember what the name of it is. But the one with the 12 people for dinner. Um, and he was a wonderful actor. And the movies with him, wow. Uh, uh, Maggie Smith, Betty David, Betty Davis, David Niven, um, George Kennedy, um, those ones I can think of right now for Death on the Nile. Oh, Lois Childs played Lynette. Simon McCorkendale played Simon. Um, it was just an amazing movie. Uh, it was a great cast. And then another one he did was um, Evil Under the Sun. Again, Maggie. Maggie was in it again. Um, that one had Diana Rigg, who I adore. I love her as a bad guy or a good guy. Actually, I don't know. Olivia's sort of in the middle. She's not really a bad guy. Um, I'm not talking about reading books yet. Uh, Perot came into my life soon after the Miss Marple. I started reading the books. Um, I got like I my, got obsessed, as usual, and my dad got me a stack of <laughs> Agathas, and there were three pros and three Miss Marples that weren't in my original book thing, but basically it's almost all Miss Marples except for the book of short stories. There's not a lot of Miss Marples, which is why they seem to stick her in everything, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but uh, I love when I was a kid. My favorites were the ones I saw. Death on the Nile, Evil Under the Sun, um, uh, Murder at the Vicarage. Well, no, 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 I hadn't seen that yet. Um, the Mirror Cracked. I saw that one with um, Agatha, um, Angela Lansbury. Sorry, it's so much. I have so much in my head to tell you guys. It's just blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so I... Um, I've changed my, I still love those books. Everyone I just mentioned, I still love them. 
and um, but I just changed my favorites. And at the end is a list of my top favorites for everybody. Um, because I don't just go with Miss Marple and Perot, even though I worship and adore them. I do. Um, the next thing I was introduced to was Mr. and Mrs. Beresford, Tommy and Tuppence, Partners in Crime. I love that show. It introduced me to the 1920s, which I'm still obsessed with. It introduced me to um, that type of mystery with the couple um, being the investigators and each having their strengths. And Oh, I love that show. Um, it was with Francesca Annis and um, James Warwick. Really great. They were with, and everybody in the cast was great. I loved it. I know that some people don't, but I loved it. It's my one of my top favorite adaptions. Uh, is the Tommy and Tuppence original one in the in the eighties? That is my top favorite. Um, the next um, books I fell in love with were Tommy and Tuppence. I read all of them. All six in a row. Um, I think my favorite is still Partners in Crime, but I love NRM too. Um, <laughs> it's just so suited for spying. Uh, then came a standalone book called Man in the Brown Suit. That was one of her first books, which I didn't know at the time. But oh my God, I love that book. Just this girl that just goes off on this adventure. Um, faces all kinds of danger. I mean, it's usually men who get these kind of things. It was kind of revolutionary for Agatha to write a woman doing all this. It was, ah, it was great. Anne Benning, Benningfield, I think that's her last name, but Anne. Anne is the girl who just is amazing. If you ever want a standalone, just to introduce Deuce Yourself to Agatha Christie. That's a great book. Um, then um, next came Miss Marple. No, no. Yeah, next came Miss Marple. And to me, with all due respect to everybody who's ever played Miss Marple, everybody, my favorite is Joan Hickson. Joan Hickson was just perfect. She was the perfect Miss Marple. She was delightful. There was nobody like her. Um, uh, nobody touches her. And there's some really good ones. I mean, I Andrew Lansbury was very good. And like I said, I liked Helen Hayes. Um, uh, the latter two actresses who played it were okay. They, they're not my favorites. Um, they're good. But my problem with those is they had them going into other books. Like um, they were in um, Pricking of My Thumbs with Tommy and Tuppence with Miss Marple. And it took away from Tommy and Tuppence's relationship. I really had a problem with that. And the other one they stuck Miss Marple in was, um, that really bothered me, was Towards Zero. 
And the reason it bothered me is because I love Toward Zero. Um, it's uh, and I love Battle Inspector Battle. He's so interesting. He's like, um, he's such a different kind of investigator because he has a he's this very solid cop, and he looks like he's dumb and and all that, but he's brilliant. And it was really important. There's so many parts that were missing in that adaption. Um, I missed the man at the beginning. I won't tell you about it because if you read the book, it will spoil it. Um, I miss him. He was really good. I missed Inspector Battle um, because really he had something that happened to him personally that helped him solve the crime. I mean, it was really a beautifully done book it it really knocked my socks off and I just they put this marble in instead of him it just ruined it for me so with apologies to all the wonderful actors and there were really wonderful actors in the adaption uh, it I just uh, please next time you do towards zero please do it with inspector battle in fact there's several things with Inspector Battle. Um, that one, the um, the chimneys. I can't remember the whole name of it. Sorry, it's late at night when I'm doing this, so that's why I'm sounding so ratty. Um, the um, the secret of the chimneys. He's wonderful in that. Um, cards on the table. I was so upset. No one was in it. Oh well, that's not true. Um, Perot was in it, and um, Adriani, I can't say her name, I'm sorry. And it's also late at night, so my throat is really sore. But Mrs. Oliver, that's the best way to do it. She's really, really, really great, and I love her, but I'll get back to her. But um, that, but they didn't have Colonel Race, who was also in that when I was talking about, um, about um, the... Mr. Br- no, Man in the Brown Suit, and he was also in uh, Death on the Nile. And he's a really interesting character, really, really interesting in it, and they took him away. And also Inspector Battle, they took him away too. Um, I actually think those two characters add a lot to the book, and I was really, really sad that in the adaption they didn't do it. Um, that's my first half. I will do more. There is going to be another part and then my favorites. Um, but first, I want to give a nod to my sponsor. Chatting with Sherry is presented by the writers and illustrators of the future. They've been providing a means for new and budding writers to have a chance for the creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Now we come to one of my favorite characters, and I've mentioned him a little bit already, but I want to mention him more. Monsieur Hercule like about to bestow a kiss. That's from Peter Ustinov. Um, 
I love Perot. Um, he is such an interesting combination of character. He is, he's a bit arrogant. He's um, picky. He can be snobby. But at the same time, he's kind. And he's sweet. And he's gentle. And he really cares. He's just, he's such a mix. He's really interesting. I adore him. It's a very, I think it's a very difficult character to play. Um, so the, all the actors I give kudos who have tried to portray him. Um, I already discussed this a little bit. Um, I love Peter Ustinov, but my favorite, um, all-time favorite Perot, sorry, Kenneth, is um, David Suchet. And he, he's it. I mean, really, he did the entire canon. He he created the Perot that Agatha Christie put on the page. You, you can't not love that. And um, though I do have a little issue with some of the adaptions, because I didn't find this out till a long time later, there's this weird dichotomy with adaptions. You read a book... And, and then you watch the adaption, and you watch, especially something like David Suchet's Perot, you watch it over and over again, because I have the DVDs. So after a while, you think that the adaption is actually what she wrote, until you pick up the book and you start reading it again, and you realize it's completely different. Oh, my God. Um, they always have the same method of killing, and the same killer, and the same victim in the David Suchet Perot's, which I appreciate, but some of the other things, um, uh, some characters are that were bad are good. Some characters that were good are bad. Some are, have different relations to each other, like they're once mother and daughter. When they're not related, they end up with other people. Um, some characters are written out. Um, so I always thought really that, uh, the Joan Hickson and David Suchet is exactly as she wrote it until I started rereading it recently and I realized it's not. But saying all that, I loved the entire series of Perot, just like I love the entire series of Marple with, um, Joan Hickson. David Suchet and Joan Hickson are those characters. They, are the closest thing to what Agatha wrote on the page. And I just love them. I mean, I've seen them both in other characters, and I, they're both wonderful actors. Um, but they, to me, port people because they're so talented and they're such character actors. But a little bit of me will always think of them as Marple and Perot. Um it's like um, poor James Earl Jones, one of the most diverse actors, like David Suchet, uh, one of the most diverse actors there is. And he said his gravestone uh, will say uh, was the voice of Darth Vader. <laughs> you can't win for losing. But uh, th those are my favorites. Um, now, I have already mentioned some of my favorite Perot's. 
Um, but as I said earlier in the first part, some of my favorites have changed as I got older. Um, I now really like Five Little Pigs. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it was just the most fascinating book because he, he pieced it together from just listening. He didn't have any evidence. He didn't have anything but really focusing on what each character was saying to him. He was able to figure out what really happened. And what was interesting is um, he was given some information that was never put into court, probably wouldn't legally be acceptable in court. Um, but still, it was just brilliant. It's my favorite. Um, another one that wasn't my favorite when I was younger, but is now, and it's weird because the first time I saw The Hollow, with the characters in it, I love the lead character. Um, but now that I'm older and I've lived life more, I actually really like Mitch and Edward. Oh my God, they're so cute! They're the cutest couple. And you, as you're reading it, you realize they're the only real sweet people. In that family, they're the only really kind people in that family. So you're just like, go, you want them to win. Those are two of my favorites now. I still love the Sun I still love Murder on the Iron Express. I still like Evil Under the Sun. Um, I also really like Cards on the Table. I know a lot of people aren't fans of that. And I also, another one that I know a lot of people are fans of, but I like is The Clocks. I like The Clocks because it's so interesting and intricate and different and fascinating. I just, well, those are some of my favorites. You'll hear more stuff later. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about the two sections of books, um, two inspector, inspector, investigators that a lot of people don't seem to talk about. One of them is Harley Quinn and Mr. Satterwaite. I hope I said that right, but I'm not really sure how to pronounce it because um, it's never been adapted. I mean, really, this is, I love the, I love the whole idea of Harley Quinn, the power of love and death. I mean, it's just the best series of stories. Um, I, I really, 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 really love it. It's, um, it's romantic. It's sad. Um, and it's got this really interesting perspective. It's that if you're in a situation that's a crisis, you don't have enough perspective on that crisis. To really, to understand what everything is, to understand what's really going on, there's a fog. And I kind of understand that because I've been through major crises. I've been through earthquakes. I've lost my parents. I've been through major things. And you, 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 when you're in shock or in grief, it clouds all of your, your logic. And her idea is that if you are from the perspective of four years 
five years, ten years, you can look back. It's sort of like uh, five little pigs. You can look back and you can see it in a better perspective. You can honestly look at it and have a more logical idea of what's going on. You can take all the information from the newspapers and trial and, and other things that may have happened or, or gossip and put it all together and see a totally different picture. It's a really cool idea, and it's all through the Harley Quinn books. I try to separate it. It's really hard. It's Harley Quinn. H-A-R-L-E-Y-Q-U-I-N. Not Harley Quinn, even though it is about Harley Quinn. Um, I will tell you later what my favorites are, but... um. It's very interesting because I've already discussed towards zero. There's a concept in both. I don't want to give anything away. So you have to read both books. But there's a concept in towards zero and one of the uh, books in um, Man from the Sea from Harley Quinn that has this concept about taking your own life that just blew my mind. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You have to read them. Those two books, they both have the same concept in, it, in different settings, different people, different outcomes, everything. But it's a really fascinating idea. Um, it blew my mind. So I highly recommend uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, it's funny because um, Agatha's husband, Max, says if you want to see the spiritual, psychological heart of Agatha, you have to read the Harley Quinn because it's very romantic. He's such a total scientist. Can't really see um, that part of it. You know, it, I, he probably likes mysteries better. Liked. He's gone too. Um, but I think it's really very, very interesting. So if you've never heard of it or you've never even thought of reading it, I highly, highly remember, uh, highly, highly recommend Harley Quinn. Okay. The last one is called Parker Pine. Parker Pine is an interesting concept. There's basically two sections of Parker Pine. There's one section that's, um, he's a love detective. He helps people that are having problems, different types of problems with their love lives. And the first section is in the office and people coming to him with a problem and him solving. It's, those are okay, but my, the ones I like is when he's traveling. There's, and I'll give you those in the next section. It's coming soon. Um, th that when he's traveling, those stories are so much more interesting. Um, he's in Egypt. He's in um, Iraq. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think one was in Venice. And one was in Paris. It's just it's really um, they're better. Um, I, I the I know she liked some of the ones in the office, and they were good. But my favorites are the ones that when he's traveling. 
Parkopine's a really interesting, I had never heard of it. I got a um, thick book of all of Agatha Christie's short stories, paperback, that I found at um bookstore that doesn't exist anymore called Bookstar. And I thought, oh, wow. So I opened up the book and I looked at the table of contents and it had these two books, these two investigators I'd never heard of. Harley Quinn and Parker Pines. So I had to read those. So I do recommend it. Uh, just, just to see all the different parts of her. Now there's one more part before I turn it over to my list of favorites. And I didn't actually mention my favorite of these books. Um, I'm not sure why, but I'll tell you now. Um, the name of the books are under her pen name, which is Mary Westmacott. I'm not sure if I said that. Westmacott. Um, they're called romantic fiction, but I don't call it romantic. They are little stories about the human heart. That's I can do. Um, the two, I only read two. Uh, Unfinished Portrait and um, Absent in Spring. And they're, they're very difficult to read. because Not because they're not well written. They're really, really, really well written. But it's because it's about love gone wrong, uh, facing your real self, um, why uh, should you survive when everything goes wrong? All the things that you go through when your heart is broken. And it is, she writes characters so well that it just shatters your heart as you're eating. Again, her husband, Max, said, if you want to know Agatha, read Unfinished Portrait. It's my favorite of these books. I've only read two, so I guess it's not fair to say it's my favorite, but it is. Um, it's just, I guess so much I, that you recognize from the autobiography of Agatha. And I think it talks a lot about what she was going through at the time of her disappearance. I think it's the closest she came to actually explaining herself. And it really, it, I don't know if I can read it again. <laughs> it's so, you, it, it, you take it in bits because it's very powerful. I think it's actually the most powerful book she ever wrote, in my opinion. Um, because it's just, it's so much her life. Um, but she, she framed it differently and from the different, different people. And, you know, it's, it's still characters, it's still fiction. But when you read it, if you know her, if you read her autobiography and her, and listen to her interviews, you pretty much know enough about her and also the biographies that are good, like Laura Thompson's. Um, John Cran, uh, people like that. They, uh, they, really honest, good 
look at her. When you read this, you see her. So, again, I be strong. Don't just have broken up from a romance. Don't just have had a devastating thing happen to you because it will be really, really hard to read. Luckily, it was between devastating things for me, so I was able to get through it. But, um, yeah. The interesting thing about Absent in Spring is how quickly she wrote it. Um, I think it was a week off from nursing duty during World War II, and she just wrote it in, like, I think it was either 24 or 48 hours. I don't remember. But she wrote it really quickly. A whole book. Amazing. It's a really good book. And that's a good book, too. It's totally different. It's more like everybody. We all have this mask on, and we fool everybody with our mask. People see us one way, but inside we're completely a different way. And I think everybody's like that. But she really gets it in that book. And, again, it's a hard book to read because it's so true. So that's what my thoughts are on her canon. And now a little music and then her favorites. The Orient Express. The best adaptions 
Uh, Perot, I would say it was Murder on the Orient Express with Albert Finney. Marple, Mirror Cracked with Angela Lansbury. Um, but I actually really liked Peter Ustinov and Margaret Rutherford films, even though they weren't exactly the way Agatha wrote them. They're just so charming and adorable. It's really hard not to like them. Um, best adaptions for TV, um, Tommy and Tuppence would be Francesca Annis and James Warwick, which is also the first one I saw. Uh, David Suchet, of course, as Perot. Uh, Joan Hickson as Miss Marple. And I also like Julia McKenzie as Miss Marple. Thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs> Thank you.